everybody, and welcome back to the Renew Your Mind podcast. I am Kieran Lanahan, your host, and for the time that you spend here, I'm your business and mindset coach. As always, I'm super grateful that you choose to spend your time wherever you are listening to this podcast. It's an honor that I don't take lightly um, that you choose to do this each week. And so with that, uh, you may have noticed that this episode is significantly shorter than a typical episode. And that's for a reason, one of which you might be able to hear, I actually have COVID right now, but when most of you are listening to this, I will hopefully be on vacation with my family in Rhode Island in a cute little beach town. And I say hopefully, again, because I have COVID a couple of days before we were supposed to leave, started feeling symptomatic, tested positive. I'm doing great now. I'm actually recording this to you from what should be my final day of quarantine and feeling much better. But There is actually a little bit more to it than just, I am on vacation, so you get a shorter episode. My coaching practice is entering an exciting time in the life of the business. I've been sharing little bits and pieces about what I'm going to be launching, and I'll share all the details when I am rested and back home and ready to go. But I am about to launch and announce a six-month-long mastermind for a small group of faith-driven entrepreneurs in the early stages of building their business. And so for the people who join that mastermind, you are going to learn how to manage your mind, you're gonna learn how to create revenue to the point where your business can pay your family's living expenses, and you're gonna integrate spiritual disciplines that have been around since the time of Jesus into the rhythms of your life. And you're gonna do that all in community with me as your coach. Now, I am more excited about this mastermind than I have ever been about anything else in my business, including starting it in the first place. And I was pretty excited when I started my business. And so what does any of that have to do with vacation? Well, a practice that I've had in my business since the very beginning has been that anytime I'm entering a season of intense creation or launching or birthing something new into the world, I first rest. And so today, I wanted to just share a few thoughts on the topic of rest, and then we're just going to wrap up early. You can go rest yourself, or you can go listen to another episode, um, but I will certainly be going to rest. Now, I mentioned that before going into a launch period or a period where I'm just creating something new, that I rest. And so just a couple of quick examples of what that's looked like for me in the life of my business. So the first one was just before I went full-time day one into my business, I took 10 full unplugged days off after my last day in corporate. I didn't spend any time fidgeting around with trying to build my website or thinking at all about the business. I just wanted to full on rest before I I jumped into this next season of life where in hindsight, I knew so little of what was about to happen. When I launched this podcast, I strategically planned the launch period leading up to it to be directly after a family vacation where I was completely unplugged. And now, as I approach what I see as the beating heart and the future of my business, I want to do that from a place of deep rest. And so the agenda today is going to be as straightforward as any agenda has ever been on this podcast. I just want to share some thoughts about rest, and then we're going to close our time today. And so the first thing I wanted to just share was, why has this been a practice that I've implemented in my business intentionally. And I do it for a couple of reasons. So the first one 
is just as an act of resistance to both my default inclination to put my head down and hustle and push through until the point of needing a vacation, as well as an act of resistance to just following the patterns of today's culture and today's society, where it's just go, go, go all the time. There is no time for rest and entrepreneurship. You just need to keep going. The second reason I've implemented this practice in my business, and you can describe it a couple of different ways, but I would just say it's wise. Like it's just so practical to work from rest and not for rest is just better in so many ways. I think about the fact that Jesus rested and that whenever he was going out to do his ministry, he would always make sure he was coming from a place of rest and time with the Father. He was coming from a place of spiritual strength, which I think if we do rest the right way, we will re-enter the world from a place of spiritual strength. Now, I want to share a little bit more on that one phrase that I mentioned about working from rest being better in many ways than working for rest. When I worked in corporate, I, like many people I think that I worked with, felt so much like we were living life in between vacations. I had a total of three weeks of vacation to use throughout the year, plus two personal days. And from January to Memorial Day, basically this was my pattern, I would essentially take zero time off unless I had to for some reason and try to push myself until the weather was nice before I would take a vacation day. I was working for rest. And so the first half of the year, I was basically just eyeing up looking ahead to when I would finally have a three-day weekend for Memorial Day, and then just trying to hold on until then. And then the rest of the year, I'd use those vacation days. And every time I'd come back from a vacation, I'd be going to work thinking about when is the next time of rest? When is the next time I get to go on vacation? And I just think this is not the way that we are supposed to relate to rest. I think this is a very problematic relationship for us to have with it. I don't think this is God's vision for rest. And so I think in today's world, we primarily have come to view rest as recovery from exertion, right? It's what you do after you work really hard at something. Your sports season ends and you rest because you're tired. After a long day and you're tired, you rest, you go to sleep. And it's something that you do when your energy is depleted. But I want to offer a different perspective because I think that's just such a bland and uninspiring vision for rest. Like, yeah, rest, it's that thing that you do when you've got nothing left in the tank, nothing left to give, right? That actually sounds pretty awful. But as I've read more scripture, as I've grown deeper in my understanding of the life and teachings of Jesus, and I've read some great books, uh, Sacred Pace, Beautiful Resistance, I'm reading The TechWise Family, which is getting into our relationship between technology and rest. And I've fallen in love with the biblical perspective on rest, and in particular, coming to us through the practice and the gift of Sabbath. Now, Sabbath is one of the six spiritual practices that is going to wrap around the core and the heart of the mastermind right? Which the the core and the heart of the mastermind is just going to be super practical at a business level. The core of it is about how do you bring in more clients? How do you increase revenue? Very practical. And then how do you learn to make your most valuable asset, your mind, work for you, not against you? 
So that's the the core, that is at the root and the focus of the mastermind. But then there are going to be six spiritual practices that are going to be wrapped around that time that we spend together. One practice for each of the six months that we're together. And you and me and your fellow faith-driven entrepreneurs will work rhythms and practices into your life and business from the life and teachings of Jesus. And so I could do a whole podcast series just on Sabbath, but for now, before we wrap up, I just want to give you three components of what I see as a much more compelling and life-giving vision for rest, as opposed to that thing you do when you've literally burnt yourself out. And so I'll go there, three components, and then we'll close out the episode. Number one, rest is for God. Scripture says that the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord, your God. Rest, I think, especially today, is an act of resistance. Sabbath comes from the word Shabbat, which literally means to stop, to stop working, to stop buying, selling, to stop traveling, like physically stop. Rest is also a form of worship. It's to say, this is enough, what I have is enough, I am enough, God is enough. It's to physically demonstrate with our minds, our wallets, our bodies, that ultimately our trust is in God and in his love for us, not in our own activity and striving. Instead of pursuing more, more work, more material things, more doing, more accomplishments, we rest. And the last way that it is for God is that it's a signpost. People of rest stand out from the crowd. They're different than the world around them. And they cause people to ask questions like, why do you always seem so peaceful, so well-rested? Why do you seem so content? So that's component number one. Rest is for God. Component number two, rest is for us. Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments that probably gets the least amount of attention. It also happens to be the commandment with the most explanation, like the longest explanation and most words devoted to it. It had to be commanded to a people who were slaves in Egypt, literally for generations. They did not know how to rest because slaves do not rest. And God gave them this as a gift. And I wonder if in 2022, we have forgotten how to rest too. And maybe at some point, one of the the things in the book that I mentioned earlier, The TechWise Family, Andy Crouch, the author, talks about the differences between rest and leisure, because our culture tends to equate those two, but they are not the same. But topic for another day. Jesus says that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, right? The Sabbath was created for us. It's a gift from the Father. Rest is what we long for. And typically what we do is we settle for leisure. I guess I'll go into one example of this, right? The easiest one is is just watching Netflix. That's leisure. That is not rest. And how we know it's not rest is that when we're done, when you're done binge watching a show or watching a few episodes, you don't feel full, you don't feel rested, you don't feel rejuvenated. You more likely just feel the same way you felt before you started watching it, just probably tired and depleted. Last couple thoughts here on rest being for us. Rest is much more of a lifestyle and a heart posture than it actually is a week-long item on your calendar that happens a few times a year. It's a way of being. It's a way of doing life. The easy yoke that Jesus talks about 
seems like a paradox in a number of ways, given that a yoke was primarily a farming tool associated quite literally with doing physical work. Um, there's a double meaning. The yoke is also the word used to describe the set of teachings that a rabbi was known for. But Jesus, as we know, he doesn't promise us an easy life. He says, in this life, you will have trouble. And so we know that if Jesus offers rest, but we also are promised that we will have troubles in this life, we know that rest can't be an escape from difficulties in life. That is not what rest is, right? But rest is a, like I said, a heart posture and it is a lifestyle and it's a way of being. Through the gospel, through the work of Jesus, we have rest from the deepest, most constant work that our hearts are kind of always in the background trying to do, which is to justify ourselves, to justify our existence, to earn God's favor and love. Like that is the thing. The heart is just constantly seeking validation. It's constantly seeking to justify our existence, to do the right thing so that we can be seen as acceptable. But rest is this reminder for us that grace is received and it's not earned. So that's component number two. Rest is for us. Component number three, and then we'll wrap up. More than rest being from exertion, like from the past, rest is for the future. So instead of rest being a rest from what you just did, what if we started thinking about rest as also for what lies ahead, for the work that we're called to? We rest for ourselves and our businesses to reach their full potential. What if Sabbath, for example, was not just rest from the week before and about honoring and worshiping God, but it was also rest for the week ahead so that we can show up in the world at our best in a way that's going to glorify God and be a witness to the world. One of the subtle things that I just find so beautiful and compelling about Jewish culture is that the day starts at sundown. And it starts with a meal around a table, and then it goes into rest and sleep for the night. And that's how the day starts. As opposed to our Western culture, our day starts when we wake up and start to do things and work. I don't know about you, but I think I would prefer to start my day off sharing a meal, sitting around a table with the people that I love the most, and then going to sleep. Like To me, that just sounds like an incredible way to start off a day, to start off a week. So with that, let's let's wrap up. I know there's a lot more to talk about on this subject uh, because I know actually a lot of you struggle with taking vacations, especially if you're earlier on in your business. I was looking at some statistics which say that over 50% of entrepreneurs take 15 or fewer days off throughout the year um, with around 20% of people taking 10 or fewer days off. And that's a problem, especially considering one of the main reasons that many of you started your business in the first place, being time freedom, being the ability to spend more time with family and take more time off. And so if that's you, um, I encourage you to take vacation. I know it's not always that simple or that easy, uh, but this is a topic that we will come back to eventually here on the podcast. But for now, as you enter seasons of intense creation in your business, as you 
start new businesses, offer new services, um, or launch new things into the world, what would change if you did that while drawing from a very deep pool of rest? How much better would you show up? How much better would you serve your clients and the world? And more than just big periods of rest, wouldn't it be incredible if in your everyday life, you are operating from a place, from a heart posture of rest? What if you had a set of daily and weekly rhythms that supported you doing your best work in your business, in your family, in your community? I think followers of Jesus who are living from rest will pretty easily stand out amongst the rest of our secular culture. But I think especially as entrepreneurs, right? The entrepreneurial world is like our culture's narrative of hustle and grind culture on steroids. And so as faith-driven entrepreneurs, we have a really unique opportunity to be noticeably different and to create a counterculture that other entrepreneurs look at and say, I don't know what they have, but I want it. I don't know how they set such clear boundaries around work and family life, but I want that. I don't know how they can be so unplugged and not constantly thinking about their business, but I want that. Let's be people of rest. Uh, There's going to be more to come in the next few months about the mastermind. And if you're already interested based on the little, uh, the very little that I've shared here, stay tuned. It's only going to get better and more exciting. Start thinking about maybe a friend, a fellow faith-driven entrepreneur that you would love to do that with, who you would love to have joined to. Uh, But with that uh, early dismissal today, if you've been receiving value from the podcast, please take two seconds to give it a rating. Uh, Use this extra time, go back and listen to an episode again, or if you're new, head back to the beginning and journey with us to the present day. That is all for this week. Thanks for bearing with uh, my COVID kind of voice. I know it sounds a little bit different, but I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. And thank you for joining me on the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm.